Hello and welcome to the next episode of the Cisco Technology Podcast. Um, I've gone off piece again, I'm not with Mark, and I've gone off and I've found some new other friends to come and do a podcast with. Um, we're, going to do a, we're doing a podcast on apprenticeships and how Cisco are using the apprenticeship schemes to bring in brand new top talent into the company. Woo-hoo. So, woohoo. As you can tell, I actually am joined by other people. So I've got, uh, to my left, we've got, do you want to introduce yourself? What's your name? Where you come from? Hi, I'm Sophie. Hi, I'm Luke, and I'm, I'm currently a first-year apprentice at Cisco. Your first-year apprentice, yeah. yeah. So, what are you then, so? I am a special, a special edition. No, I am a retired apprentice now, a full-time worker. Worker. Okay, <laughs> and we're also joined by. Uh, my name is Ellie Orich. I'm the apprenticeship manager here at Cisco. Oh, lovely, wonderful. So, do you then, Ellie? Do you want to give us an overview of what the apprenticeship scheme is and how to work? Yeah, so the apprenticeship programme is essentially a work-based education programme where people can work full-time and gain the skills and knowledge and behaviours that they need to be really successful in their career. Um, So at Cisco, we have a three-year apprenticeship programme and we recruit um, typically young people, but not exclusively young people. So you do old people as well? We, You're not ageist with this? We are not ageist. Anyone of any age can apply to the Cisco Apprenticeship Programme. But what we're really looking for is people who want to develop new skills and new behaviours in a technology-based role um, so that they can then be really successful as they progress in their career. So the one thing that comes to me about apprenticeships is... Um, what are the sort of pre-qualifications? What do you need to, before you can become an apprentice? Do you need, like... GCSEs, I can say O-levels, and that gives me really joy. <laughs> um, so from an apprenticeship programme point of view, there are some prerequisites. Um, a lot of organisations will look for GCSEs at A to C in English, Maths and Science. Um, and that's really just an indication of a person's functional skills, so ability to be able to kind of communicate and do basic numeracy and things like that. Um, but for Cisco, what we're really looking for is... Uh, a core passion for technology um, and a, an ability and a motivation to learn. Um, we can give all of the training and uh, knowledge that's needed to, to make that career really successful. So we're in a technology company and the one thing that comes to mind is, is, do you, do you ha- is this just for techies? Is it for people who want to go into engineering or anything like that or is there other... No, so we have a really broad apprenticeship programme. Um, we recruit people who want to become engineers. We recruit people who want to become salespeople, project managers, business analysts, marketeers. Um, so what we really look to do is bring um, bring people into Cisco who are passionate about technology, then give them um, experience in as br- many broad areas of Cisco's business as possible so that they can then match that experience with their strengths and carve their career in the direction of whatever interaction of technology they want to focus on. Wow, okay. So what's it like being an apprentice then? Go on then, Luke. So yeah, the, the apprenticeship scheme is really good. Not just, not just sort of working and actually getting real life work experience, but it's good fun as well. So you're not just looking at need, just doing the study, like you would say if you went to the university route, but getting all the work experience at the same time, as well as how, um, getting lots of a breadth of experience both within so I've tried a technical role and I'm slightly doing a slightly less like technical sales role at the moment so it gives you a really broad overview of sort of the possibilities you can go down with your career as well as sort of getting the um, real life qualifications behind you at the same time. So that's great because you're in your first year of your apprenticeship yeah. and then we've got Sophie who's done the sorry Sophie 
who's done who's completed the apprenticeship and actually come come in as a full time employee. And so, what was it like for when you started then? Well, when I started, it was the first year that Cisco took apprentices on, and it was a bit of a new thing, which was exciting but I didn't know what it was going to be like and I didn't actually know who Cisco were what they did anything like that I just so, knew so how did, so if you didn't <laughs> even know who Cisco who, who Cisco is and believe me I get asked that a lot who do you work for who are they um so it's okay but but how do you how do you find out about the apprentice scheme if, if you don't come from a technology background you're not interested in technology or you don't know who Cisco are well, when I was at sixth form I thought to myself I really want to do something in tech or in IT, because I'd done it as an A-level, but that didn't necessarily, you don't necessarily have to have that now. <laughs> if you you have, so we don't need then, so Ellie, we don't, you don't need to have sort of maths, physics, IT. No, you don't need to have done a technical qualification at A-level or even at GCSE. Really, we want to be able to bring young people in that are passionate about technology and then we can give them the technical training that they'll need to succeed. Ultimately, it becomes... It comes down to whether you're kind of excited about what tech is going to do in the future um, as to whether you've kind of studied the technical So it's more like around enthusiasm then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. and that was me. You, Very so you, enthusiastic. And, you, and you've got that in buckets. Oh, I knew, <laughs> I knew that the tech industry was going to continually grow and I thought I'm going to be a part of that. So... <laughs> So that's why when I was searching about to see what I was going to do after sixth form, I thought that I'm going to choose an apprenticeship because it just has such a vast opportunity. And then when I joined, I got to love it and I got to learn lots of stuff about Cisco and IT and different tech trends and just working in lots of different areas with some really great, intelligent people. And then I just carried on and ended up where I am now. Yeah, and, and that, the one thing is, is is that you work in the marketing department, don't you? And I, and I yes. know Jackie, who's the uh, head of marketing in the UK, and she's very, I would say, proud that you came in and wor- you did your rotation round, you worked in the marketing department, and she went, I want that person. When that person get, comes to looking for a job, or we got a job, a job available, she was very happy that you end up joining the team. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, I mean, when I left school or sixth form or college or wherever I went, I... Can't you remember? <laughs> no, <laughs> so long ago now. God, <laughs> the, the ripe old age of 24. 24, I can't even remember. <laughs> I'm not even going to say when I was 24. No, I never really knew that I wanted to work in marketing. I knew I wanted to work in IT, but I didn't know that there was an opportunity to do something so creative in... Cisco because you think oh IT is going to be boring it's going to be tapping on your computer all day doing this and that but really I get to do some really creative things and I've been able to do it throughout my apprenticeship and beyond and now that's what I'm doing day to day thinking up crazy ideas being in stupid videos posting them all out on social media for Cisco which is which is great fun and and also you are a big supporter of the podcast as well because it, oh, you're, you are the I, I know would I call it producer because Lucas moved on you, you came, he's originally helped to start it yeah. and now you're the producer executive producer yeah I, I think I'd give myself that title yeah, oh, you should do. yeah, yeah definitely. Well. <laughs> so so Luke you how did you find out about Cisco and how did you come into go to apply or, or find out about it or what was your journey into the apprenticeship so, so yeah I, I joined Cisco sort of I did A levels and then sort of had a year working and then came and joined Cisco on the apprenticeship scheme and 
I worked with Cisco products every day. I was working sort of IT infrastructure and I worked with Cisco products every day. And I managed to just complete chance find out about the apprenticeship through some post on LinkedIn when I was just scrolling through it. And then I looked at the opportunity and I, I'll be honest with you, I applied about two or three hours later and I was on holiday at the time because I just thought it was such a great opportunity to sort of go, go along the lines of, I knew who Cisco were, I knew what they did, but I wanted to explore that in further detail and sort of use the opportunities that are available to sort of advance both myself and sort of help Cisco along the way. Oh, lovely. So, Ellie, the thing that's coming to my mind now is both Sophie and Luke have found out about it in some shape or form, but and they've applied. What are you looking for? So is it just the enthusiasm you're looking for? But how do you get that from a from a from a I don't know an application form online. So how do you, how so do you, we have how do you pick? we have quite a comprehensive recruitment process. Um, so as with any job, um, applicants will apply. They'll submit their CV, and we'll have a look at that to see kind of what qualifications they've got, maybe what work experience, any volunteering that they might have done. Um, and then every single candidate is invited to Cisco to an open evening, and that's really so that we can meet candidates without kind of making a, a an assumption based on what their CV says, um, and also gives us. The opportunity to really tell them what they're applying for what they're potentially letting themselves in for um so that they are really clear on on what they're making an, a commitment to in terms of the recruitment process um from there we then do a short list of candidates and candidates are then invited to a telephone interview and that's really where we're looking to see what the motivation is um why have they applied for this program what is it that they're interested in do they have mm-hmm. Um, any particular ambitions to pursue a particular route um, and that's important for us because we want to make sure that we are bringing in candidates who can progress their careers in in the right direction um, if someone wants to come in and be a HR professional this probably isn't the right program for them because we don't have roles in that area but if someone's passionate about technology and likes to talk about technology then we have a variety of different roles that someone can go into in that area all right okay so so I'm just Slightly thinking with my dad head on now. So mm-hmm. I've got two, two children. One's at doing her A-levels now. One's just picked his GCSEs. And it'll be in my head of going, right, how, what are, so you're not looking for people who are looking for like HR, but you're looking for people who are going to be involved with tech or passionate about tech and want to have something to do with tech. Absolutely. We, we want that passion for tech so that we can then shape that person's career in the direction of A, where they're enthusiastic, but B, where we have potential roles at the end of the programme. Um, so, for instance, in Luke's group, we've got a variety of apprentices who are rotating through project rotations, through sales rotations, um, through technical engineering lab rotations. And that's really to build up their experience in those areas so that they can then start to specialise the more experience they build up. So, so where you say rotations, it's... You, they work in different departments or different parts of the organization and they just keep moving around and so you're not you don't just pick you don't just pick that's the track I'm going down you go down and do everything then is it or? so it's it's a mix so if someone's absolutely set on becoming a salesperson then we'll make sure that they get exposure to as many different sales rotations as possible to give them as broader experience as they can possibly get if someone's passionate about tech or enthusiastic about the tech industry, then we'll give them a variety of roles so they can see the different ways that you can interact in, in a tech business. Um, so we might put them in a, an engineering role just to see how actually you cable stuff up or how you create proof of concepts for customers. Um, we'll then put them in a project role so you can see actually how we manage our relationships with customers and deploy technology. Um, and then we'll put them in a sales role so they can see actually how do we create solutions for customers and how do we talk to customers about our tech. Wow. 
So, Luke, you're mid mid this now, mid this pro mm-hmm. or starting this process in your first year. Yeah. Uh, uh, where are you with it then? So where are you with your... So I had sort of, initially at the start of the programme, you've got three months of various bits of technical training and also sort of soft skills training. So, what, so what's that with? So, I'm, I'm, so yeah. I'm, I'm thinking in mind now of people listening to this and potentially me going, I'm looking at an apprenticeship. What am I next doing in my career? Um, kids, are you listening? Um, and I want them to get a bit of understanding of so what, what kind of that tech training, give a bit more detail, please, okay. just so I can... So, so in the first year, you've got the, as I said, the first three months is just training. So you do uh, the Cisco Certified Networking Associate qualification alongside um, bits of soft skills training like presentation training, how to work in teams virtually, that, that sort of thing. And then you go into sort of three, three month rotations around the business. So this year I'm in, uh, I started in a uh, testing and validation team, so working in the labs, sort of full technical. And then at the moment I'm working sort of a, in a pre-sales systems engineer role, um, sort of get a bit more exposure sort of, sort of the, to the customer side of the business as well. So as, a, as pre-sales people might not understand what pre-sales is, so it's the bit where you're working with customers and trying to get understand the customer's understanding of what they're trying to do, trying to get an understanding of what the solution could look like and help to get to a solution the customer then eventually would purchase from Cisco. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Great. So how how is it for you then? Did did you, so the bit that's coming into my head now for all three of you is, do you all go off and so did you, so when you started, did you just do everything, technical, sales, marketing, everything or? Yeah, I I mean, the apprenticeship scheme has kind of evolved since I started, obviously, naturally. But when I done my kind of rotations, we worked in like the tech labs, we worked as project managers. We didn't do so much salesy stuff, but we still kind of got an insight into what that type of role would be like. And then also within these different areas like engineering, sales and project management, there's so many different roles within those roles as well. So, I mean, it's not just sections that you can go and work in, it's like a, I worked as a high touch operations manager as like That a, sounds quite fancy. Yeah, it was it was very fancy. Can we let our apprenticeships <laughs> our apprenticeships? Our apprentices come in and be have these really operationally Well yeah, yeah it was. I'd done that for maybe six months of my apprenticeship and actually I'd done it for three weeks, thought to myself, Oh, I really enjoyed this and then in the second year I went on and done that for another six months and got to grips with like working with customers and having like a longer stint in that role, which was really enjoyable. But then it got to a point where I thought, Oh, I better move on now and see what else is out there instead of because this is when I have the opportunity to go out and do lots of different things, instead of just saying, yep, I'm going to stick at this one thing and do this for the rest of my life, which is great on the apprenticeship scheme because you do get to see all these different areas. And if you're like me and I didn't have a clue what I wanted to do when I came out of sixth form doing my A-levels, it was great to be able to go into different roles, see them in like snippets and then decide, oh, I want to do that a bit further and then think, oh, that's what I want to do as a career. And that's how it happened for me getting into marketing because I worked in the marketing team as an apprentice for six to nine months and thought this is going to be me for the rest of my life. Maybe, I don't know. But, <laughs> <laughs> but for the rest of my career in, in Cisco, I, I think. So 
I then had the opportunity to to carry on and work there and now that's that's what I do but I mean I think the point is that I got to see lots of different areas and, and choose which one that was best suited and I think that's the most valuable thing about the apprenticeship is to go in and do that unless obviously you have got a specific route that you want to take like a sales route. So, so to, to that point then, you don't need to know exactly what you want to do? No, not just at all. Just to mean, I'd like to work in the tech industry, that could be it, stop. Yeah. And then have lots of enthusiasm and, and other things and hopefully you'll do well enough in the, in the selection process and, and then... Yeah, so in the in the assessment centre for those candidates who make it to that final stage, we give them a variety of different exercises where we get them to kind of demonstrate their skills in a variety of different ways. So we'll get candidates to present, they'll be involved in a group exercise where they'll have to tackle a particular Cisco problem um, and that activity then gets us to see how they react to certain situations and, and those situations are set up deliberately to align them to potential career pathways in Cisco. Um, and when those candidates then join us as apprentices, we put them through that kind of initial three months of training. We get to start to see how they react to some of those challenges. Um, we also really focus on their individual strengths so that we can then direct them in the paths that are gonna play to their strengths. So if someone mm -hmm. is really good at handling data, and really loves handling data, we're going to give them the opportunity to put that into some business does mean, context. Does that mean they like sitting on spreadsheets? Is that data? It can be that, <laughs> but it can also be... Because I just felt like hell to it. It's not for everyone. Yeah, I have to sit no. there with lots of spreadsheets look at analysing numbers. But some people really love that and, and actually until they get exposure to that, they don't realise that they're amazing at it and that it really floats their boat so the more exposure we can give people to the different styles of roles and the different ways that we do business at Cisco um, most people don't have a clue that actually there are roles and careers and jobs that you can do that really play to those strengths and, and that's really interesting so so Luke are you going to go around and do other things or are you just are you one of these guys going I know I'm going to be techie geeky. I'm going to be a, an essay sorry for all those other techies <laughs> you're, you're not geeks I am but I am a self-professed geek anyway so it's okay go on, so sorry. I know I don't want to do just pure sales but I need to find, I want to use the rotations to find a role that is the right balance between sort of customer facing and technical. So I know I don't want to go pure one way or the other, so pure into sales, pure into technical. I just need to, I need to find sort of the right role for me. There's lots of role, balance. So there's lots of roles that you're going to be in your rotations. They're going to be sort of more engineering, helping to create solutions without actually sitting in front of a customer. And then there's the customer side of things where you're actually in front of the customer helping to understand their needs and their challenges and putting together the solutions for them. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, right. So one thing that's, I mean, this sounds very different to when I, I, I was an apprentice. I did an apprenticeship <laughs> a long time ago, 1987. Oh, wow. That's when I was born. <laughs> I was not born. <laughs> Neither. Yeah, yeah, so 1987. That's <laughs> the age context for the room. I know, yeah, yeah. Thank you for that. So yeah, yeah, so I, I did my apprenticeship, so that's why I'm a big fan, obviously, uh, of this anyway, because it was for me, when I came out of school and I didn't do my A-levels, um, it was what I wanted to do. I, and, I, and I did a, a, my apprenticeship in the army, and I went to an apprentice college for two years and did my BTEC and everything like that, and it was absolutely the making of me. The one thing that we didn't maybe get the opportunity of, and I'd, maybe that's my not knowing is that you can just go in, in go to one company but you're the way it seems with cisco and i don't know if this is across the board it'd be good to get your thoughts on that but do you does every apprenticeship scheme that's run by a company provide you with this go around everywhere find the job that's right for you you might find something that you won't find that you would never ever know you were great at for example marketing or something 
whatever that is. So I think Cisco's apprenticeship program is really unique in that way, in that a lot of companies will recruit specifically to a role. So you'll be applying to be a project manager or a sales engineer or whatever role that you might be applying for. Um, we recognize that for young people, particularly young people coming straight out of school, until you get into an organization like Cisco, it is impossible to comprehend what the difference is between a systems engineer and a network consulting engineer or what a project manager does and what a high touch operations manager does um, so we really want to give young people the opportunity to see and do before we kind of rubber stamp them with okay that's the career you're now going to pursue for the next three five ten however many years um, so that they can be successful and we can then be successful as a result of that so it's so by the sounds of it then, it's very different to what other apprenticeship schemes are in the market. Yeah, when we talk to candidates in our recruitment process, the most common thing that they say to us is that I applied for this programme because of the breadth of rotations I can get, which not many other companies offer. That's brilliant. That's yeah. absolutely great. So what's, so what's it like? What happened when you finish your apprenticeship? Do you get like a graduation or something like that? Uh, yeah, we did have a bit of a graduation, I think, if I remember. Oh, so long ago. <laughs> I'm, I'm more thinking that night might have been a bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, since the apprenticeship and finishing it, it's been great. And the other great thing about being on the apprenticeship from then until now is that I know so many different people in so many different roles and in so many different departments around Cisco I mean even in the marketing team people will come up to me and ask oh do you know somebody that works as an engineer do you know somebody that does this that and the other and I'm like yeah worked with them on my apprenticeship so I can just go and you know speak to them and ask them for help and ask them to do I don't know certain marketing things write me a blog do this that and the other uh, and that's that's really great and I think that has been really really a good thing that's come out of my apprenticeship and since I finished being able to go and speak to these people in such different job roles and areas because I know that some people might have been here for maybe I don't know 10 years and they don't know somebody in I don't know, yeah, an yeah, engineering no, I, team or I get, I get what you mean because I mean, I've been at Cisco 10 years now and I've worked in different departments in Cisco and only because of that is how I know people. But it's taken 10 years to get that. You mean, I know people who work in the partner organisation, I know people who work in the commercial business, I know people who work in, back in San Jose. But that's just because I've moved around. But if you can do that right at the start of your career... I must be a great benefit. Yeah, definitely. I really, really think so. I mean, people walk past the marketing department and they're always saying hello to me and everyone looks around like, how do you know that person? Well, well connected. Well connected. So you're actually <laughs> using, using the apprenticeship scheme as a, as a tool to get... Yeah. To, to benefit your career. Yeah, 100%, <laughs> beyond, definitely. Beyond the apprenticeship itself. Yeah, God, it's, it's really good. And, I mean, I've been doing such exciting things in my, in my job since the apprenticeship, and I'm such an, a big ambassador for it. I'm always telling all my friends who are working or are just coming out of uni or, I don't know, working in something that they didn't necessarily think that they would end up in, saying, you should have come on the apprenticeship scheme because I'm doing this now and... You know, I'm still so young and I've really parved a good career for myself and they're still wondering what they're going to be doing in a couple of years' time. And I know. 
I know what I'm doing. Yeah. So, so that's interesting. <laughs> so the thing that comes to mind, and you've done your A-levels, Luke, and you yep. did your A-levels. And are you, So is it just people who've just, do they have to have A-levels? Or can you come up with GCSEs? So we have a really broad mix of backgrounds on the apprenticeship programme. So our youngest apprentice has only recently just turned 17. So she joined us straight from doing her GCSEs. In fact, she didn't even have her GCSE certificates at the point at which she joined us on the, her first day. Um, but that was because she showed huge amounts of enthusiasm. She was so passionate about the tech industry and, and what that would do for her personally, but also what that could open up doors for in terms of her career. That actually, if we'd have said no to her, we probably would have risked turning her off to Cisco and to tech in general, rather than allowing her to pursue her passions. Well, that, that's awesome. So that, that's another question that came to mind. And, and this is with my dad head on now. So. <laughs> When you're looking, well, candidates are thinking and going, am I going to join Cisco? Do you, so is it just based out of Reading? Is it based out of Bedford Lakes? Is it, where, geographically, where are we talking? Because people could be listening, you know, we do have listeners all over the world. We do. We do, all the way from Australia <laughs> and Hello. America. Shout outs. Shout outs to uh, Bruce Winters again. Uh, there you go. So this is um, in the UK. It's predominantly in the M4 corridor area. So our the M4 office, is a very long road. It is a very long road. So we're looking kind of Reading right across to Heathrow, and that's really kind of encompassing our, our Green Park offices and our Bedford Lakes offices. Um, there are plans, and is there is interest to grow it across the rest of the sites that we have in the UK. But at the moment, that's kind of where we're looking for. So candidates either need to be able to be within commuting distance of those locations, or need to be thinking about relocating and, and moving into the area all right okay relocation so, certainly something that can be done i had to relocate oh, did you see that that's, my question. that's my question so when i get rid of my daughter i mean when my daughter <laughs> <laughs> she needs to get my daughter into cisco <laughs> go on, carry on yes yeah, so, so i relocated because I, I lived up near cambridge and it was just the commuting distance was too far so it's, it's well achievable to be done so you live down here on your own yeah i live down here on my own We've got a couple of apprentices that share rent or accommodations or live and together. Would, and would Will Cisco help to... It's not something that we, we kind of sponsor accommodation, but we pay a fairly competitive salary that would allow so, candidates so, to live independently. So you, so you obviously we pay a decent, great salary. Um, it's, it, I was asking more for the question of can helping people to find the right places, is there sort of that... Um, yeah, so when we kind of onboard candidates, we obviously take an interest as to kind of where they're living, if they're most the majority of people still living at home. Um, so maybe you won't be getting rid of your daughter just to yet, just yet. You can, you can have her now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but particularly where we've got candidates that are relocating, um, I know Luke and I, we had a conversation about kind of where in Reading he might want to base himself. And um, in the past, we've kind of supported candidates with knowing what letting agents to talk to or what areas it's all the, the softer skill the softer things and yeah. all the, the well-being side of things absolutely of, because you I mean i've gone and done i mean i live in wales the other end of the m4 corridor so you I mean when you're thinking about and not tr trying to include people because cisco is a great company to work for and i've not moved i've lived in wales the whole of my uh, career at, at cisco and it's uh, and because of the technology and how the Cisco as a culture, they allow you to work from anywhere. But I, but for me, and Sam for the apprenticeship scheme, you're going to need to be sort of down the Reading way, and you will help 
guide somebody to come down and, and, and things like that. And yeah, the apprenticeship only works when you've got people to learn from. So whilst Cisco's culture can be really virtual and, and people can be based from anywhere, actually, if you're a, a first year apprentice and, and you need to get to grips with how to operate in a company like ours, you need to be learning with people by your side. Every day, yeah. Yeah, yeah so Friday, we, yeah. we do kind of make sure that the apprentices are local to our offices so that they can be in and around people every day um, but obviously as people progress if they want to then relocate back to areas that they've lived in previously or kind of move elsewhere in the country depending on their role then then that's absolutely up to them great um the, the last question i've got in my head is what's the difference between a graduate scheme and the apprenticeship scheme so from my opinion the, the biggest difference is that we're attracting apprentices who aren't taking the university route um so when people are making their career choices most people will either choose to apply to UCAS and choose a university program or people will choose to take an apprenticeship option um so that's the key difference this is a, an undergraduate equivalent to university program um but we wouldn't typically see graduates then applying to do an apprenticeship program because they've already achieved that that okay. level of uh, degree Okay, so and um, what sort of qualifications do you get? Do you do, apart from we, obviously you want somebody to stay in at Cisco and and things like that, but what kind of qualifications do you, do you get? Any qualifications from this? Yep. So we've just launched. Uh, so last year we launched our BSc in Digital and Technology Solutions, the Cisco mm-hmm. Degree Apprenticeship. So is that like an official Cisco degree? <laughs> so it's uh, it's an official degree um, that's accredited by the University of Roehampton, um, and Cisco have helped shape the curriculum so that it takes kind of high level university academia and puts it into the context of Cisco's business. Wow. So you can actually come away with a degree now. Yeah. It's, so, a, it's a win-win. You you get all the experience. You get obviously paid for working and don't have to pay your university fees. As well as that, you can get all the extra qualifications like from Cisco qualifications like to do CCNA and then do the professional level ones as well. And Cisco will help you do uh, achieve all of those. So the, the question to me is why not? Why not become a Cisco apprentice? Mm-hmm. Apart from having moved on, yeah. <laughs> That's it. But 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 it's why not? You mean it, it's it's that thing of where you mean I I just take my experience of being a dad. I've got a daughter. She's looking at universities, but she doesn't know what she wants to do yet. But she knows what she likes, and and then my son as well. You mean will he go to university or will he not? I don't know. But he has an interest in tech as well because I brainwashed him. <laughs> but it's those sort of things. If you're listening to this and thinking, I've got kids who are sort of getting to that stage in their life when they're thinking about what's the next steps and to look at the apprenticeship scheme at Cisco as some way of, you might not know what you want to do yet, but if you like tech, coming in, apply. And if, you, if you're if you passionate, if you're enthusiastic and, you, and you're and we're right for you and you're right for us, then there's a great opportunity to just to learn and find out what you're really good at. Yeah. Is that fair? Absolutely. And I think particularly thinking about parents or young people who are trying to help support decision-making processes around whether to go to university or whether to choose an apprenticeship. Apprenticeships these days are not like typical plumbing, car mechanic, hairdressers. You can go into really high-profile careers in a huge amount of industries and become hugely successful. You don't have to go to university to just achieve that route. That's all, and I never went to university. (laughs) You can tell when I'm doing my writing my emails. (laughs) 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 Um, You mean... It's been absolutely great today. Is there anything that I've we've not talked about that we've missed? 
Um, so I will just drop in that we are currently recruiting um, and in celebration of National Apprenticeship Week, which is Go running week. 6th to the 10th of March, um, we will be doing a whole host of activities. So check us out on social media at Cisco Apprentice on Twitter and Cisco Apprenticeships on Facebook. Um, and if you are interested or interested in signposting uh, a candidate to us, then please do search for apprenticeships on Cisco Jobs and you'll be able to apply for the vacancy online. That is, the be- that is the best one I could have done. That is great. That's a great sign out. That's everything. <laughs> Sophie, Luke, anything? Um, one thing I would say is that if you do have an interest, then just apply. I mean, don't shy away from it because I know that some people think, oh, I'm not really too sure, but just apply and, and see if it's something for you because, you know, you can come in, take a look around and, and see if you want to you wanna carry on and, and get a job at Cisco. And, that, and that's a real interesting point, I think, because applying doesn't mean you've been offered a job. No. You've got, you don't have a decision to make no. until Cisco have gone, we'd like to offer you an apprenticeship. So don't let, I know, I'm not quite sure, yeah. maybe it's nerves, maybe I, I, a lot of, you've got make other decisions, you've got other things on the horizon, but don't dis- discount Cisco or an apprenticeship without actually applying and trying yeah. it. I think I think that's that is exactly what I'm there's to nothing say. to lose yeah. in putting in an application. I mean, from my experience, when I first applied, I literally left the open day. I sat down with my mum and said, I don't know if I can do this because I'm really nervous. But then I had a little word with myself and said, you know what, what's the worst that could happen? They could say no, move on. But they said yes. Woohoo! <laughs> Luke, is there anything? I, I definitely agree with that completely because, like, even I wasn't sure when I first applied, but then through all the application cycle, I sort of went, okay, yeah, that's really the opportunity, right opportunity for me to go, uh, go for. And I agree with that completely now, mm-hmm. looking back at it as well. Oh, great. So if you listen to this podcast or you've got friends or kids or relatives who are looking, coming to, the, to this point in their careers where they're thinking about what to do, uh, Go to the Facebook page or tweet Twitter at at, at Cisco, Cisco Apprentice and uh, find out more. Thank you very much, Luke. Cool, thank you, Sophie, thank Ellie. You. Thank you very much indeed. Thanks. Thanks for listening.